Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Truck and Driver podcast. I'm Dougie Rankin. This is Chris Madison. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? What's been happening? Not so bad. We've been building a bed. A bed? A bed. One of these uh, bunk beds with a desk and settee underneath for the boy wonder. It's been uh, interesting squeezing a seven foot bed into a seven foot room. We know room at the ends to get the uh, Allen keys in, but no divorce pending. We've done it. It's done. Erection built. Kind donation there from Mr. John Tawley of a hand-me-down bed. Oh, good old John. Well done there. What's that you're swigging out of? Uh, that is, this is my travel mug. Uh, I'm drinking um, tea out it because I made it earlier. Um, I was down at the workshop messing about with that white cavalier that I keep meaning to sell. Aye. But I put some tiles on it that were round, which helped it. <laughs> what yeah. a difference that makes, I'll tell you. Um, and I went and sealed up. It was stinking of petrol because of the... Um, the washer on the top of the tank where the pump sits has corroded away, so I've sealed it up with a sealant called Durco. You ever heard of it? Nope. It's really expensive. Nope. It's like this grey silicone sealant and it's brilliant. It seals up anything. It's far better than your normal silicone sealant. So I've sealed that up. Hopefully it doesn't stink of petrol. And I completely forgot that I had about a litre of tea, so I'm like, well, hey, that'll do it for the podcast. I'm disappointed to tell regular listeners that it's 20 past four in the afternoon and as a result... I'm uh, sober and I haven't had the chance to read my medicine cabinet either, so there you go. Should be a sedate affair today then. We're o- o- oh. over and done in well, 25 minutes. Well, I'm back out. I'm, I'm, I'm driving tomorrow. What, trucking? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am truck driving tomorrow. Oh, Scott at Rocks Off Gravel, who, where, my fo- where my Foden lives, as we may already have mentioned, has bought a 19-plate Scania R500 tag, which has got a manual gearbox in it. Mm, same, so, it's nice. Yeah, it's lovely. Well... I went up to see him today because he was like, oh, you could do a couple of shifts for us next week if you want. And I was like, well, I can hardly, hardly turn that down, you know, in the interests of science and going, like, testing the truck for the magazine and all that. So, So it's curious. Yeah, it's a really nice spec. A company was at Ashbourne, maybe? Ashford? Uh, A plant haulage company had it, and it's got all the spec in it, pretty much, that an S would have. It's got the... Uh, leather trim, the fridge, it's got the flat-bottomed leather steering wheel in it, and it's got the fancy yeah. stereo, the fancy clocks, and all only difference is it's got that little hump in the middle, and it's got a gear stick, and I, t- I was sitting in the yard, like, shifting the gears back and forth, like I was, you know, like a excited eight-year-old going on 40, and uh, the gear shift on it, from what I remember those manual scanners being like, that's proper tight. It does like a car gear shift, so I have to go out tomorrow with a flatbed and go and pick up a load of bags of stuff and take it from point A to point B, which pleases me quite a lot because they've got Muffet trailers and I've got my ticket for the Muffet's still in date and they're all rear steering things and things that extend and you can go onto building sites and all that kind of stuff, which I could manage, but, um, you know, I was kind of just wanting a shot of the manual truck, so... (laughs) No, I'm doing too much, so that's why I won't be getting on it tonight on the basis I'm working from home tomorrow. I'm going to make some sandwiches and my packed lunch for tomorrow. I've not done a day shift work like this for a while because I said I've still got the magazine to do, so I'm going to do a little bit of writing this evening and get back on it in the afternoon because I wasn't planning for my week out like I was planning it with the Blue Daff. Where are you going? Are you locals or...? I just local just across to Glasgow and then back across somewhere else, just shunting about really. Yeah, right. 
Nowhere, nowhere too far away. Which suits me, because the worst thing when you're, when you're tramping in a truck, as you know, if you're getting a demonstrator and you've got to fully load it up with all your stuff for a week and then unload it out the other end, it takes about a whole day to do that on the side. Yeah. How's your week uh, been? Anyway. Boring as hell. I had some new drives on, didn't I, a couple of weeks ago that managed to bend valve extension over between inner and outer, so when I came to check tyre pressures, it wasn't there. I could feel it, but it would bend double, so... I was going to get around to getting in and getting that looked at, but it saved me the problem because it went boom and snapped off. So that was that. It was so uh, they got an interesting phone call and they sent a chap out and he, he whipped it off and put, a, put another one on and got me going again there. And then I put yet more rubber on, got some uh, new Ankooks on mid-lift, princely sum of 600 quid on uh, Wednesday, which... Yeah, what made you go for the Hankooks? Were they an offer? Because you hadn't previously mentioned that was going to be your tyre choice. I ran on Hankooks for the last 10 years after sacking Bridgestone, because Bridgestone were appalling. They used to chuck big pieces of tread off when they got worn down on drives. It just looked like an 8x6 piece. Bang. John, so, Mur- John Murphy didn't rate the Bridgestones when I was there no, in Manchester the other week. He was, he was good on about His Michelins were a lot better. So, so we've got Hankooks back in the middle now. It's got pair of GTs up front that went on at Christmas they can um, they can disappear shortly into a container I'll put Hankooks all around I like to have all the same names on tyres oh you could you could colour them in as well or get your get your daughter to colour them in give her a job it's a bloody tale anybody starts colouring white letters in on my tyres and I'll snap their fingers off (laughs) I absolutely hate it don't hold back there say how you feel well, the amount of pillicking about you've got to do to keep those things done, which you've done them, they must be mental. Or oh, they've got no tells to do when they get in from work at night. I, I did it once at Gilmore's with my gas I've echo. I'd beautifully done my my good years. They're not all beautifully written in. And I swear, somebody took it out at the weekend and purposely dragged it down the curb to scuff it all off. And I was like, well, well that's not very nice, so I never really bothered doing it again. I did colour in. I got some tyre pens sent in for the magazine, so I did my Iveco recovery truck on the drive one one side of it during lockdown. I'm not even sure I did both sides. <laughs> I better go and have a look yeah. actually, because I still need to need to get on with that and get it uh, MOT'd at some point. I noticed that um, are they still MOT? Are the MOT extensioning things further again? No, I've heard the testing light, little Billy. Yeah, down either at it, hand over fist. There's plenty of things going for test out of our yard currently. I'm going to use my extension. I've got extension to end of October now, so I want to use it. Oh, that's good. Well, I was, um, mm. yeah. I had quite a busy. What did I do? Oh, yes. I went down on Thursday night to go and see a very special truck. Aye. Which popped up for sale last week. Is which is, I believe so. There was quite a. Uh, well, I'll go back to it. For, for those that yeah, don't yeah. know, an owner driver called Mike Sharpley has had a Foden 4455 since it was brand new in 1998 on our reg. So you may well have seen it driving about. It's quite a well-known truck. Mike turned 80 years old this week and they finally decided that it was time for some well-earned retirement. So the truck was tentatively put up for sale by his wife, Dee. And of course, the comments went crazy. They were completely taken aback on social media as to how much interest there was in the truck. And I said, would you like it to be photographed for trucking drivers, you know, as a nice sort of tribute? And they said, yes, but there might be a guy coming to buy it on Saturday. So I drove down Thursday night, got stayed in the travel lodge at Sleaford and went over there on Friday uh, to do the photo shoot in the truck at the, at the lovely house. So we just did the photo shoot at the house. 
English country garden, 30 degree heat. It was uh, one of the nicest photo shoots I've been on. Mike and Dee were just lovely people. And I've recorded Mike as well for an episode of the podcast, which I hope will work okay, because he's done the Middle East, besides running yeah. that truck for 22 years. And I know that it's yeah. a Foden... But the fact, it wouldn't have mattered to me what that truck was. I know that Foden, you know, I'm associated with them for owning one and liking them and all that. But if that was an Iveco Eurostar or a version 1 Volvo FH or a Scania 144, it doesn't matter. He's owned it for 22 years and put mm-hmm. 2.4 million kilometres on it. So that's quite an achievement for, for any uh, um, driver in any truck. So I jumped at the opportunity to, to go and see it. And I'm really glad I did. It'll be out in eight weeks' time. I'm hoping that the recording has come out okay using my new po- my podcasting equipment box, what I have got here, which um, we can use at Convoy in the Park to record blitzed podcasting. <laughs> here now, do you want to hear more about this Foden? Aye. Well, uh, this Foden 4000, I mean... This was when the XL cab had just come out and Foden had finally got their head around the fact they could use a big cab. And, well, Michael explained a lot of it on the podcast that we've got, but um, when he was specking up the truck, he went for the Caterpillar 3406E engine, which you could have at 450-odd horsepower, or you could have it at 500 and something, which was way, way over the top for the 90s. So he went for the 450, which was a bit on a par with your lower-output Scania 144 at the time. Uh, Scania weren't really interested in selling him a truck and the Foden salesman was like all over him sort of what size of steering wheel do you want down to the the finest of details it's got a shaving mirror on it but he he took it up to Caterpillar at Tamworth and they plugged it into their machinery to go and check it and after 2.4 million kilometres it's on its original turbocharger original injectors and they checked all the compression on all the cylinders, and everything on that truck is within, within parameters. It's still, they said there's yeah. nothing wrong with it, literally. So they put it up for yeah. sale. They said, oh, well, maybe £10,000, and we'll see when we go, we'll go from there. And I said, then there were a couple of people going, hmm, I'd maybe go seven or eight, and I was like, no way, that's a fact. It's hard to price things like that because they're so rare, because you could get somebody whose dad used to have one or used to run one who could really, really want it in an auction, perhaps. So uh, I said, this is definitely a five-figure truck. It's got all the owner's manuals and every single bit of paperwork that's ever been produced for the vehicle. So I think seven or eight wouldn't buy my Alpha, never mind that thing, which is obviously far rarer than a far... Uh higher specification on it so you know good good luck to them with the with the yeah. sale on it i hope whoever gets it you know either you know restores it to exactly how it was from the factory or if they do do something different with it do something tasteful you know it's a mid lift yeah. not a double drive so i hope it's not going to end up with a generator stuck to the back of it and no, um, i hope it's it. you know hope it's kept it on the present but whoever's after it will really want it so It'll be strange for it'll be strange for Mike having that gap in the garden where it, where it doesn't sit. I said to him, he may yet end up having to buy something else to replace it. You know, a sports car or something. <laughs> Aye, this is a problem with us. You know, I've had some ridiculous offers for mine, as you know, but I just think once it's gone, it's gone. Money, you know, money's money, isn't it? But when you've got that much history, I mean, I'm catching him up slowly. But thought of going somewhere else and somebody faffing with it just. Uh, 
know it, it annoys me the fact if I sell mine, and I've got I've got a, a tiny fraction of the emotional attachment to that truck, but I've never worked my truck. It was part of the mm. something that never happened for me because I got this job, which I'm really fortunate to have got. But the fact that if I sold it to say I sold it to my mate Stephen, who does listen to this and is would probably quite like to buy it off me, you know, I'd, I'd have to at least go and do a couple of shifts in it. It would annoy me to see it running up and down the road turning trailers black because it was mine, you know. Be seeing somebody yeah. knocking about, see somebody knocking about with your ex, you know, and then she's lost yeah. a couple of stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I think if mine goes, it'll have to go down country, a long way down country, really. I don't want to see it. Um, Unless original chap that were after it last year wanted it, they were going to pull vintage tractors about with it and just love it. So I could live with that, I think. But uh, I still have to see it occasionally when we get a tractor do. Ah, you're shuffling. Hey. What was that? What was that? Counting my money. I'm just counting my brass, you know. But anyway, party on the pitch. You're going to this next week. This is like the one of the first official. Well, as far as I'm aware, it's the first proper truck show to go ahead yeah. since. We've been back, and I'm really happy for Stuart and the team that team behind it that, that they're going to be able to go ahead with it. Um, I'm sure it'll be lovely. I hope the weather's kind. It was Yorkshire Day. It must have been about the hottest day of the year. Was it really hot for you on Friday? Friday was unbelievably hot. I mean, it was 40, 40.5 degrees at four o'clock in Doddworth at Barnsley when I got back in the yard. Yeah, it was up. That um, is excessive. I'd been cuddling aircon for a couple of hours. I landed back in the yard, and Andy Mawson were under Mr. Fern's tea cab doing an, uh, a diesel leak, and he, he he looked up from underneath that, and he looked a pitiful state. Did Andy when oh. it fit? I thought, God, it looks warm out there. And I got out, and it hit you. I've like been smacked yeah. in the face with a hot baking tray. I thought, bloody hell, fire! And then it um, it did what it usually does. By about eight o'clock at night, it came over with the uh, Armageddon sky. Yeah, it turned as black as, and I thought we're going to get it, and we got about six drops of rain here. But twenty mile away, they got half an hour. Oh, of I didn't adjust. Yeah, I mean, I was, I knew I was on on the photo shoot all the day, making days. So yeah. it was like thirty three degrees. I was like, I was on holiday, shorts, vest, flip flops, getting a tan, and then I just, I just got in the car and drove home like that. And then it started tanking it with rain. So by the time I got out of the car in Scotland, I, I looked like a complete idiot. <laughs> I was like not dressed for it at all. It was like twelve degrees and. Torrential. I tried to cut the grass yesterday. No, sorry, this morning. And it's like a swamp. It just won't stop raining. So please, 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 the cosmos, the universe, the Lord above, whoever is in charge of these things, can we please have some nice weather for a party on the pitch and then convoy in the park? That would just make it um, everything so much easier. So I had a go up on uh, at Met Office this morning just to have morbid curiosity for next week, and it's kind of average. It's all right, really. Warmish, about twenty-one next weekend. So That's perfect. That's just exactly what you want. Yep. That'll do. Yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking I'll be there on Saturday. Wee hey. Gonna go down Friday afternoon. I'm meeting a chap from uh, Goal. He's gonna come down. We're gonna our posse are gonna gather him up at Woodall service, and then we're gonna be jingle oh. down. I don't yeah. know how many more Yorkshire types are going down. Somebody, sure. somebody messaged me about that on Instagram. How the hell do I get on Instagram messages again? Somebody sent me a message for you. About going somewhere. Yeah, I bet. To hell, probably. It was a nice message. It well, was where an accident, that. No, it was about going somewhere. It says that a few of us lads from Low Mass Distribution are going to a show, and um, if you were heading down, 
Where is it? Oh, this is the problem with... This is the pro- There's a message there. I was just wondering if you might t- like to get a truck spotter involved in the podcast. So, oh, what? Where was it? Somebody sent you something. I'm sorry. Well, I was listening to the podcast. Get back in touch and don't use Instagram to message me because I lose the messages on it. <laughs> it was something about a truck convoy going somewhere. Anyway, can't go in a convoy with low mass lads. They're too fast for me. I don't know. I thought I thought you've just got new tires put on. Mm. Still too fast for me. Low mass like oh, yeah, they come down. Oh. If you come down 180 past me, it's like being passed by RAF. <laughs> what else notable happened this week? The new trucking driver came out. And Did it? I've got one. Have you not? I actually got mine on Friday, the day it's supposed to come out. Yeah. Well, you'll like it when you get it. Well, apart from the fact it's got, it's got two lovely pages for your stuff, which I will show you. I'm now, dear listeners, showing them. Hold on. <laughs> nice headline, lovely. Milky, milky. What was it where you were transporting robotic, transporting robotic milking machines? Aye. Um, aye, I mean, I'm, pl- I'm going to bang on about the next issue of Trucking Driver because I've got to plead with people and say, please support us on this and buy this because this is what pays for this podcast. And I went a bit crazy this month and I put 16 extra pages in it after all the hard time of COVID-19 and all that. We've got 30 pages of old school trucks. We've got Peter Davies doing stuff for us. We've got that amazing Foden 4350 of Tom White. We've got the Steel Boys, Red Gates, 141s, S580s, Volvo Car Transport or Scania Caravan Transport or Mercedes Arox. Absolute uh, tons of stuff. An amazing DAF XF. Super space on the cover as well, three ninety nine, and I had a look at our rival magazines, which I've got at least twenty five pages less in them and cost a lot more. So if you're going to buy one truck and driver this year, please go and seek this one out and buy it because I put an awful lot into it. Thank you. <laughs> but oh yeah, I know what else I've got. I forgot to mention that I'm doing this week. Uh, Man have invited us to go and drive the new TGX range down at Falkirk Stadium. So I've got the opportunity. Yes, me the, and some customers of MAN as well. They're not mucking about. They've got two 640s and a 510. You know, they've yeah. not got any economy ones. So that'll be good. I think you get like a 90-minute test drive sort of thing. So I'll be able to go down and do another one of my videos. I did those three little test drive videos with the Volvo. And I'll try and mm-hmm. get, I'll try and get a video done on the Scania as well. Just a sort of 10-minute thing. I don't want to do it like a truck vlog whereby it's, um, you know, oh, here, here's me going and loading some material and going and unloading it. Yeah, I'll try and keep it more about what the truck's like because I think a few people, yeah. few people will be interested to see what it's, see what, what a brand new truck with a, a stick in it's like to drive because a lot of guys won't have been, had anything, won't have driven a, a manual for like 15 years now, you know. It's, yeah. it's become increasingly rare. So, yeah, that's my action, that's my action pack. Uh, thing next week what we also want to do next week I did mention to you earlier someone got in touch now where was it because we get messages on Facebook Twitter Instagram email and all these and I, I lose track of them because of my um, alcohol consumption and things Dean Stewart Well River said I would appreciate it some information on new drivers so I was like, I love to think about that like real world information for new drivers about things you know because once you go through your test because you could have passed your test in I don't know say for example a DAF 
CF and then you're going and throwing into a Mercedes Actros or a Scania or something, you, you, you potentially wouldn't know how to put the bloody thing in gear. The absolute very basics. So we shall have a think of a list of things about real world stuff and try and be slightly educational for an episode maybe next week. <laughs> Gonna have to go and think about that, you know, some yeah. Some good stuff. Yeah, it's grown up serious stuff. That was. That's grown up serious stuff. That's not finding. That's pot. outside the remit. That's outside. Uh, generally outside the remit. I have you know, fair porn and hedges and all that sort of stuff. <sighs> oh, I got a negative comment on Instagram. Oh, I've not had a negative comment for ages. David seventy six H looked at it yesterday and put it back on the shelf. Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Oh dear. Oh, what a curious thing to say. Nobody's said anything mean for ages. It's usually about puzzles. Well, that's it then. There's no more. There's no details. That's it. No, that's it. That's it. All right, okay. It's not exactly cutting edge criticism, is it? Had a look, put it back. It probably mm. just means I'm a tight bastard and I'm not paying for it. I don't know. No, I don't know. Yeah, so come on, give me some constructive feedback here. Is there not enough of a particular truck in it? Because it's got Volvo, Scania, Mercedes... Can't, you can't manage to get Iveco and Renault and MA in every single month, especially in lockdown. But, you know, we've got the Kenworths and all that. It's looking good. Buy the next issue of Truck and Driver, please. <laughs> and on that note, do you, do you have any further business for today? <coughs> any other business? Um, no, I don't, to be fair. There's nothing to look forward to this week apart from next weekend. Um, well, that's a pretty big thing to look forward to, to be fair. I've just got yeah. to hope the weekend just floats through... Naturally. So, yeah, like I said, I'll, just, I'll get down there on the Friday and be there on the Saturday and work out how the hell to get my car to Berwick and then get home again. I'll suss something out. Uh, yeah, you do like an easy life, do you? An easy life? Oh, no, I like to make things... I like to make things um, hard for, my, I, hard for I myself. Spotted that. My, yeah. Yeah. spotted that one. Um, <laughs> is there anything else of interest about this week? Yeah, I don't think I've got a Scotland on this week. I didn't have last week. I've just been tootling around. Mm. Versa seem to have, oh, DVSA seem to have got bored with Immingham recently after being there every day through March through to now. They've been there daily. They're not there anymore. They've just sort of thought, right, sod that. We're not going. So they've not been. Mm. So I had no company. Just mm. taking some staff back on at Ulspie Truck Stop out of furlough, but they're the horrible ones. So I've stopped going in after being looked after wonderfully in there throughout this entire yeah. mess. Went in the other day and got shouted at by a troll for not having a mask on the second I walked through a door. And I said, is this a cafe? Yes. Well, then. you got to have your mask on. I says, I'm going to struggle then, Anna, with sausage and chips. And she just started wittering on. So I said, I'll tell you what you can do with sausage and chips. Mm-hmm. Put them in your handbag. And then we left in a marked manner. You know, I strutted out of there. Oh. With a certain flourish. So I'm going to have a word with manager S about her. I don't expect to be shouted at. If I'm going to be spending sharp end of £80,000 a year on diesel somewhere, I don't want to be shouted at by a troll. Yeah, it's not nice to be shouted at. The amount of times I have been shouted at, uh, well, this year, since um, the great toilet roll shortage in lockdown, the amount of times I was shouted at by people between driving that Iveco Stralis and then getting back into the Hmm. DAF was precisely zero. When I was back in the DAF, it was about four times, you know, just changes, everything changes once you get behind the wheel of a truck. There's a tip for a new driver. You will be perceived differently as to how you are at any other sort of time. You will. Yeah. I hope you've enjoyed being a human until you've passed your test because you've just ceased to be a human and get ready. 
people just say, Oi, driver. My name's not driver. I don't know what your name is. Well, you didn't bloody ask, did you? Mm. That's the one I like. <laughs> driver, driver. I just ignore him. Driver, driver. Oi, I'm talking to you. Oh, you're talking to me, are you? Right, well, the reason I didn't answer is because I'm not called Chris Driver. That really gets on my wires, that. Mm. I, want to be, I want to be called Sir. Mm. I think we're something. Get called Sir mm. in McDonald's. I, I must look a bit vaguely foreign when I'm like out the truck sometimes, especially when I'm not. I, I, th- I think sometimes I think that I'm of some sort of, you know, Eastern European sort of, of extraction and they're like, they shout at me a bit, you know, back in the camp, back in the camp. Back in the cabin, oh sorry mate, I'm lost, I don't know where I've got. And then they, they, they sort of change and chill out, it's quite, you know, not really, yeah. you know, that's not really very nice if you actually are struggling with something else, you know. Mm. Let's see how well, we... you do sort of have a look of an Albanian gunrunner, don't you, let's be fair. So. Yeah, well, I'm the Albanian gunman, and what are you again? The, the fucking Lithuanian hitman. Yeah, that would have a, have a Latvian hitman or something, yeah. No, yeah. That's right, oh, in fact, that's what I need to do, I need to order some, I need to order... Some just for men beard dye because my beard's getting very ginger again, and I need to be looking particularly mm. swarthy for next weekend. Are you um, not able to get on the swally next weekend then? If you're driving up to Berwick and stuff, are we not going to get? Well, if I get down there on okay. Friday, it depends what time you get there on Friday. I don't know. Well, it depends. Well, I could drive down. Well, I could drive down on Saturday morning, stay over Saturday, and then drive up on Sunday, yeah. and then go back from Berwick. I'll probably need to get my mate James to come and drive and get me from Berwick. I was trusting him to do that. Or maybe I could get my mum and dad yeah. to take a day trip out there and then I could drive. My dad can't drive in the dark. He's got a problem with his cataracts, but he can drive in the daytime, no problem, because the street, the lights give him like a problem. Maybe I, I, do that. I would happily get in a train if there was any public transport. I don't know, I'll suss this out over the course of the next week as to how to do, how to do, how to do all this sort of stuff. Well, the cunning plan for Friday is I'm going to do a job first thing, like, you know, tip a Leeds or a Sheffield or something Friday morning, then get on wash and load up and ship out about half three, four o'clock. So unless it's catastrophic Friday traffic, we should be down there for about five, maybe half Good. five, six. I'll see. And then we'll be, we'll be on it by seven, I would think. I'll see how I get on. I'll suss that out during the week. But woo! I'll be bringing all this podcasting equipment as well, so we could just get that done there and then. Maybe we can get some people right. around to go and discuss things. That will be that will be good. Right, let's finish on it. It'll be grand. On that note, I shall uh, let you go. And I'm going to go and get ready for my shift tomorrow in this manual scania. Fit as a butcher's dog is that thing. Really is bonnie. Yeah, it is. I'm looking forward to that quite a lot. Take some interior footage. I want to see this engine of you, of which you speak in these um, archives. I'll put a couple. Of, I, I did get a, well. I, I did get a couple of extra pictures of the interior. I think did I? Oh, there's a picture of the interior. Hold on, I'm going to put it on Instagram now. There you go. Right. Cool. I shall catch you later on. Have a good good one. Speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye-bye. Good evening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Truck and Driver podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, 100% for drivers, visit truckanddriver.co.uk, where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck and Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck and Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk.